it's late and I'm looking crap. I'm looking the best I ever have. Uh, but this is a serious episode and it really is. Uh, I think I'll be able to um, get that going. Uh, I actually had a crisis today and I am not being facetious, I actually did, in which I asked myself, what the hell are you doing, making stupid YouTube clips, you know, and I didn't know the answer, you know, and when you don't know the answer, there's your crisis, you know. Now, I do know what got me into the crisis. This is a very serious business, actually. You know, it's really, I'm a shallow man. Uh, so it's really difficult for me to come across sincere. Uh, because I am very shallow. I have my moments when I'm not, but, you know, sometimes I sort of think, uh, you should do something good for the world, you know. But uh, that never lasts. And I'm just being honest. But um, who threw me into this crisis? Because it was real. And it lasted about 20 minutes. Uh, now the fact that my crisis is not as big as yours, you know, is neither here nor there. I mean, you know, has your leg fallen off lately or something, you know? And, you know... Have you said to yourself, I want to complain about that, but I I don't think I'd better, you know, because I know a bloke who's got leprosy and smallpox at the same time, you know, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, talk about the leg that fell off. You know, I say go for it. You know, and the same applies to me. Yes, my crisis isn't as big as yours, but... Uh, it's still a crisis, so, you know, if, I, if my leg fell off, I'd talk about it, even if someone else had leprosy. So, there you go. Yeah. Anyway, he, who threw me into the crisis? Well, of all people, it was Dan Andrews, the Premier of Victoria, because I've been watching him, and I'm sure he's working 20-hour days. He needs a holiday. Yeah. I don't think we look after our politicians enough. Um, there's the occasional corrupt politician, but you know, most Australian politicians anyway. All I see is public service, absolute dedication to the cause. Uh, they earn their money. And most of them could be getting a lot more somewhere else. That's just what I think. I don't have to be right. Um, they get things wrong. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Dan Andrews threw me into a crisis because he's doing something so worthwhile. He may be getting it wrong as far as you're concerned, but he's in an important job anyway. He's in a vital job, and so is you know, 
everybody else in government and you know the chief medical officer and all those people and all the doctors and all that sort of stuff in the world and all the nurses and even politicians I hate like Donald Trump I actually think he'd be working very hard he could be getting more money somewhere else that's for sure he may walk out of this well but he may not you know he may walk out of this presidency in a worse position than he walked into it in you know, he, he he might end up you know he, he could he could end up in jail and all that sort of stuff you know anyway it's not about Donald Trump it's about Dan Andrews and Scomo and all those guys you know and um but for choices and all that sort of thing I mean you know like I could have been in their position I'm the same age group and all that sort of stuff the same educational opportunities blah 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 I've got white privilege so I could have been I could have I couldn't have been a doctor um, but you know I would have had a crack at being a premier or something I probably wouldn't have survived the process uh, you know because I was a dickhead <laughs> in my 20s and it took me a while to get out of that but you know aren't they you know dickheads half the time you know but uh, look what I'm getting at is Dan Andrews is doing something very valuable and really I'm not you know and and furthermore and this is what threw me into the crisis furthermore I'm jumping onto YouTube and not talking at all about the important things that are going along in the world not in any seriousness anyway you know things like coronavirus and black lives matter and all that stuff i'm not talking about those stuff those stuff it's late those things with any seriousness you know and if i do give my opinion it's usually the the opinion i'm giving is usually the opposite of the opinion i actually hold in my head because i don't want to be aligned with people who are always giving them their opinions to everybody you know so if I've got an opinion, I'll say the opposite because I just don't want to be one of those people, you know. Anyway, who threw me into my crisis? Well, it's people who do good things, you know. Um, like Dan Andrews, like the doctors, like, I don't know, the police. You know, I'd hate to be a policeman at the moment. Thankless bloody task, that. Um, and, you know, people at the wrong end of the stick, you know, who haven't got that white privilege, that I mentioned, it's real, you know, and all that stuff. I don't, I don't, you know, oh, I could go, I could bang on about that, but that's not what this episode's about. Um, you know, I feel sorry for people who feel that they desperately need to march for Black Lives Matter, you know, but also have a grandmother at home uh, whom they're probably going to kill. Well, not probably, but, you know, they're increasing her chances of catching you know virus by but but that's how desperate they are they need to march and perhaps kill their own grandmother i'm not in that situation you know so um who threw me into my crisis and what is my crisis well what my crisis is is or what it was because i have worked my way through it and i've come out the other side with my mojo back intact
uh, and a special thanks to all the people who pulled me out of my crisis. But just for the moment, I'll tell you about the people who put me into my crisis. It's all the people who are doing good in the world. Yeah, I could I could go on about all the people who are suffering and all that sort of stuff, but it's it's not them. It's uh, it's all the people who are doing good in the world. You know, and the crisis is uh, well, I'm not doing any good in the world. I'm just sitting here. You know, and I've been on roads in my life where if I had taken another fork in the road, I might have been doing something pretty valuable for the community. Yeah, but what do I do? I I, well, I, I number crunch, really. I don't do much. You know, I don't do anything directly valuable. I'm not a policeman or a doctor or an ambo or a, uh, a funeral director or a hearse driver or a grave digger. You know, all those people. Um, and, and, and there's a thousand other jobs. Uh, people who are putting them in themselves in harm's way I'm not any of those I'm not any of those people in fact I'm worse than that I'm sitting on YouTube uh, saying you know trying to think of absurd things to say I could if I'm if I'm going to get onto the public domain online style and say anything surely I should at least try and say something and that's helpful to the world instead of just making up absurd stuff and jokes and satire and comedy and stuff like that you know surely you know, you should be saying something useful charlie you know so therein lie therein lay the crisis you know um you're being absurd when you could be doing something useful all right so that's that who pulled me out of the crisis well, uh, it's all the people who are, like me, useless. Yeah, well, we're not useless. We're doing little things. You know, we're wearing our masks and we're staying inside and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, we're doing, you know, the ones of us who are lucky enough to still be working, we're doing our jobs. You know, and even the people who've been kicked out of their jobs, they're sort of paying a price and all that sort of stuff, you know. So, um, but the point is, you know, the, their uh, chance has selected 10% uh, of the population, or maybe 20 or whatever, to be directly vital. And the rest of us are just in a sort of supporting role, you know what I mean? Um, so, you know, that 10 or 20% of people makes me feel, um, gee, Charlie, you know, you know, like the Premier, Dan Andrews, you know, last night, probably, yeah, he did actually, um, got on the uh, radio and outlined all the restrictions that we're going to adhere to for stage four restrictions and all that sort of stuff. He was saying very important things. And at exactly the same time, I was sitting in my shed 
cracking jokes on a YouTube channel. Now check out the difference there. Okay. Um, now my choices are to not speak at all. Now that's not a bad choice, uh, but that's not a choice. Uh, Kanye West put it best. He said, uh, some people have to talk. I'm one of them. And Kanye's another one. He said that. Kanye West said, listen, it's in some people's DNA. They have to talk, you know. And rappers are, uh, rappers are um, very much like that. Rappers never stop talking. Rappers are a lot like me. Yeah, it would have made a good rapper. Um, uh, they do it. They, they, um, they never stop talking. They bang on and on and on like I do, but they kind of get away with it a little bit by being cool, whereas I'm not cool, but they're still banging on, whichever way you slice it, you know. And Kanye West said, it's just an urge, an impulse, it's in your DNA. Some people have to talk. All right, so let's put that aside. I have to talk, and I always will, and I always have. Okay, so that's locked in. Okay, now, if you're going to talk, now we're working through this logically, if you're going to talk, you know, should you say something that will that will be helpful for the world, or should you say something absurd and pointless? Well, uh, my instinct is to say that if you're going to use up some memory space in Silicon Valley, making a YouTube clip like I am now. Yeah, I'd be pulling a fair few megabytes just with this clip. A couple of gigabytes, five gigabytes maybe, you know. This is high definition. Uh, if you're going to say something, say something useful. You know. Now, let's just remember, I have to say something. Because it's in my DNA. I'm like Kanye West and all those rappers. I have to say stuff. Okay, so there's no option to be silent. Now, that's a really important point. There really isn't. I can't do it, never have been able to do it. Okay, so one has to say something. Now, uh, here is the moment where I came out of my crisis, and it took me 20 minutes to come out of my crisis. I looked around the world, and there seems to be a glut of people being sincere and giving their opinions and telling people what to think and how to feel. Uh, it's social media, really, um, and all that. Now, I'm not talking about those 20% of people who are doing vital things. I'm talking about all the people distributing largesse, all the people in the world um, giving people the benefit of their opinions you know, and, and, and their genius on what everyone should be doing. You know, people telling Dan what he should be doing. You know. Well, here's my theory. Yes, I could be having an opinion. I could get onto social media. You know. um, I don't do social media. Uh, but I could get a social media account and start having opinions you know, 
Um, but here's what I think. There's no shortage of people giving opinions. You know, I'm surplus to requirements. Uh, I could, any opinion I could come up with is already being blurted out by a million people already. We don't need another person out there saying what he really thinks and you know, trying to make a difference. I can't add anything. I really can't. I've got nothing to add. It's all covered. In fact, it's worse than that. It's over-covered. You know, the world is chock full of people telling everyone else what to think and how to feel, you know. The world is, you know, there's a saying, you know, if you remain silent, you're part of the problem. Well, there's no danger of that with me because I can't, you see. Uh, but the inference in that statement is that everybody should be making a difference and saying stuff, you know. Um... But then if, if we all say, if we all uh, have our opinion, what guarantee is there that I'll have the right opinion? See, you've only got a 50-50 chance anyway. You know, people say, oh, if you stay silent, you're part of the problem. But what if I speak and I'm part of the problem? There is a very good chance that I would be. I'll guarantee you that much. If you think I should speak up in the public domain, you know, if you're a sort of protester of one description or another, and you say, if you remain silent, you're part of the problem. Well, you know, there's every chance, you know, that if I say something, I'm part of the problem. I'm, I'm more part of the problem. You don't know what I might come out with. You know? um, especially someone with my profile and my smart-ass bent. You know, you don't want to hear... You know what? You don't want to hear what I've got to say. So I'm not going to tell anyone what I think. And I'm not going to tell anyone what I feel. I really ha never have. You know, at least half the time. When I've been making all these YouTube clips and before that all these podcasts, at least half the time I've been um, lying. You know, like if if I if I love Donald Trump, you know, I I am just just as likely to make a a long episode on how much I hate him. <laughs> that sort of thing. I like doing that. You know why? Because there's a lot of people out there, you know, who if they hate Donald Trump. They never stop talking about it. There's no shortage of that sort of information in the world. It's covered. There's a glut of that. And there's no shortage of people um, out there who, um, if they love Donald Trump, there's no shortage of people like that out there saying how much they love him. So I haven't got anything to add. I can't come up with anything that 
all those people aren't coming up with. Uh, so I start to think, what is there a shortage of? Well, there's a shortage of people speaking bullshit. You know, and I'd like to fill that gap. Now, you might think that's undignified and all that sort of stuff, but really, do you need another person telling the world what he thinks? Do you? you know? I know you need more people just shutting up, but that's not an option. I discussed that. That's not on offer. All right. So do you want, do you want what I really think? Of course not. Yeah. There's a glut of people telling the world what they really think. There's an excess of sincerity in the world. There's an excess of people who are taking themselves far too seriously. And uh, well, there's a short, and there's a glut of people out there um, making me vomit, actually. Uh, yeah, well, I won't go into detail uh, with respect to how they're making me vomit. I don't need to. They're making you vomit, too, quite likely. So we don't need any more than that. Now I have to speak. But um, it's all those people who have very strong opinions out there and who are so sincere and who are so eager to tell me what they think. You know, it's all those people that are making me think I want to do the exact opposite. And if I think something and I really feel it as well, well, I'm going to make a YouTube episode in which uh, I argue strongly for the thing that is the exact opposite of what I think um, because there's a shortage of that sort of content in the world. You know, there's a shortage of people who you know, couldn't care less about Jesus Christ. You know. But then who uh, make uh, a YouTube clip on what a wonderful guy he was. You know, that's, you know I've done that. Yeah. Um, so that's how I got my mojo back. And I'm reinvigorated now, as late as it is. I don't even know what day it is. On a Tuesday or Monday night. That's locked down for you. I am reinvigorating. I feel I've got my mojo back. Uh, I've only got two choices. Yeah. To be sincere or to be insincere. Well, I think there are too many. As undignified as, undignified as it is, I choose insincere and satire and bulldust and all that stuff. Um, but only because there are so many people out there taking themselves so seriously that we've got a glut of all that. You know, if there wasn't many people doing that, I'd probably get out there and do that, you know. But we've got enough of that. You don't, we don't need another one of us doing that. So um, I actually think there's something to be said, and it's a valuable contribution to the world, you know, to, to fill a gap. Um, there's not enough people out there being a little bit irreverent, I'll put it that way.
you know. There's, um, there are not enough people out there you know, trying to make an omelette, you know, trying to make an omelette and cracking a few eggs along the way because, you know, as you know, uh, you can't make an omelette without cracking a couple of eggs. And with that, I think I've got my mojo back and I'm a, I might make my next episode especially stupid you know, to celebrate the fact that I've got my mojo back.